0: This is BSS Carolinas, live from Charlotte, North Carolina. We are proudly sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting with your host, Rocky. The <laughs> next one said J.J. Barea. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what J.J. Barea get a player the week. Go well, up to number four. A serviceable player. Pitts Patrick. I'm going to say Summit Foundation. <laughs> Jason Garrett. Mr. 315
1: the Cowboys <laughs> wait a minute Jason Garrett's the coach for Dallas I'm gonna have a name Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> don't give him a pass on that suit either mm. and that hat Tom Brady mm. probably the best and Big Shot. And ain't nobody fresher-arming Mason Mar- and Mar- yeah. Margiela. Tom Brady. Global losers. Dude. Yeah. Gotta show them love while you can. The Doodoo Browns get their <laughs> first win of the season. Bill <laughs> Belichick. He got game. Be Reggie Langford. Who the hell is this running back? Cowboys. They hey, holding up to six, baby. This segment is sponsored by Cody Zeller. You are You're listening,
0: listening to BSS B- Carolina's. Welcome to BSS Carolina's on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio. I am your host, of course. Rocky is there chanting my name. Man, you get, I love it. Every week they chant my name. <laughs> right. Join me on the show as every week is the one and the only B three Exponent.
1: Live from the campus of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting.
0: Where you can make your dreams come
1: true. 1-800-TV-RADIO-GO-CSB.com, man. Sign up, take the studio tour, and we are moving to a beautiful new facility. So please come and check us out there. Absolutely,
0: off the tile Road.
1: And as always, we are sponsored by the Attitude Broadcasting Company.
0: That's right. We put attitude in broadcasting.
1: The only ABC that matters. That's right
0: man we got a great show today you know it's almost turkey day uh but first and foremost we got a guest in the studio today
1: we got a guest yeah a special guest a
0: special guest he came in with his his barbershop talk and everything else he's got on his mind the one and the only paul steen
2: boogie in the house
0: what's up boogie We're, down boogie all right
2: glad to be here man glad to be here. it's been a long time good to be back
0: good to have you man it's been a while since we've seen you it's nice to have you you know especially before thanksgiving
2: oh yeah it's time to get down and do some eating and watch some ball
1: and this man is a whiz with the camera so if you need any camera work down done hit us up we can get you his info and he can make your stuff look super amazing can i put super and amazing together in a sentence
0: <laughs> i don't see why not <laughs> does it, does it well, sound that,
1: too over the top? Super amazing! Is that the double entendre? Something. It's all good, man. It's, it's Turkey Day, man. That's right.
0: It's all good. Let's do it, uh, man. While we're talking about everybody happy Thanksgiving, Facebook ha- happy Thanksgiving, Periscopians happy Thanksgiving. So everybody have a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk some more about Thanksgiving as we go. Uh, first, I want to ask you guys. You know, what's your favorite food Thanksgiving?
1: Desserts. Always desserts. What, nah, what dessert, man? I'm a yams guy, man. Give me Lams, some yams. I don't need yams. all the marshmallows and the pecans and the raisins added to the yams. Just give me some good you yams in the sauce. You know what I mean? And the, that is perfect for me. Perfect. And cheesy, cheesy baked macaroni. I mean, carb me up. Really carb me up. <laughs> I hear you. All right. Mr. Paul, Mr. Boogie?
2: Well, you know, it's uh, sometimes, you know, around Thanksgiving everybody call me the Muffin Man because I'm always <laughs> over there in the muffins. So, uh, you know, put some butter on the muffins and I'm in. Alright. That,
1: Here good, we man. go, the Muffin the Man. The
2: Muffin Man is coming to town. Man, so many get places the, that could go. Yeah, get the muffins ready.
0: Man, I don't know. I'm ham. I love ham but then... uh Green bean casserole. I love green bean casserole now, man. I used to hate green bean casserole now. I love it. Don't where I get.
1: And you notice how whenever you ask anybody about their favorite turkey, uh, turkey day food, they never mention turkey? No. <laughs> never mention turkey. I'll eat ham before I eat tur- want to eat turkey. Nobody girl. wants to eat that dry bird, man. <laughs> put that and, thing back. Now it is
0: good if you put it out. You deep fry it, man. You put in your deep fryer yeah. and cook it, man. Those
2: are. But a lot yeah. of people don't do that, man. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I don't need all that bird. <laughs> don't do it. It's not too bad. Hey, getting back to that green bean salad. Uh, you got cheese in it.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah,
2: that's what there's, it is. There's that, cheese. In it. That cheese make everything better. Oh yeah,
0: cheese. You put. Uh, you put. Slice seeds, not slice seeds, but you put uh, mozzarella or stuff like that in it, man. It makes everything. With the better. chopped
2: onions on the top yeah. and the stuff. The onions. And, yeah. yeah. I feel you, man. We're hey, going to have some of that. Man, I I'm wait. getting hungry right now. I know.
0: <laughs> hey, what uh, head coach or manager would you like to have over Thanksgiving if you could
1: live in Ooh. their dead? Good question. Good question.
2: Who is
1: known for eating? That's, that'd Andy be Yeah, Andy Reid. (laughs) I I think Tommy Lasorda, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tommy. Give me Tommy Lasorda because he looks like he would be a trip. You get a couple drinks in him, he'll start going wild with stories, (laughs) have you laughing all night long. Being a Dodgers fan, yeah, absolutely. Give me Tommy
0: Lasorda. Lasorda. Damn, you took my answer. I don't know.
2: You know what? I think I might want to, you know, there's a couple of ideas come to mind. I'm thinking about Gruden. You know, uh, oh, yeah. not Jay, not Jay, not John. John. Not John, uh, of course. Yeah, big big John. That, I mean, he kills me with his commentaries, man, you know, and I'd love to hear his stories. I mean, every time you're watching a game, you know, a guy can throw a, ball, throw a ball away into the sidelines, and Gruden's always like, man, he should have caught that. He should have caught that. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Really? So I'd love to just get on him about that and see what he's got to say. Um, the other one would be you know. probably uh, Nick Saban. I mean, oh the God. man has got football on lock. Everybody's going to have to come through Alabama. And, you know, I'd love to see, you know, what his concept is and how he's pulling that together because he is definitely uh, a force to be reckoned with. So,
1: And one more for me. Plus, he's got
2: some great-looking daughters.
1: Jeff Van <laughs> oh. Gundy. <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy is hilarious, Oh, man.
0: Uh, do, can, we, can we go back to the – uh, the cheerleaders need to step into the
1: throw. Throw and throw the shirts. <laughs>
0: During the basketball game, he says that when you
1: like The
0: cheerleaders need to step into the throw so they throw it back. He holds
1: no nothing back. He holds no punches. He's letting it fly, man. I would have him over, too.
0: Well, the week before, you remember a while back, he was talking about Rihanna was at the game. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, man, what are you do- Rihanna you walked by
1: us. What are you doing? I'm looking at her. <laughs> Jeff, if you are listening, man, you are welcome to to the house to come have Thanksgiving dinner with the Robertson clan. Come on. B3 Exponents clan. We all have a ton of food. We'll fill you up.
0: You know, a coach that doesn't have a job right now, I'd love Chuck Amato. You know, Jimmy Valvano. I, I mean, hands down, man. Jimmy V, if he was here. Yeah. That would be that would be an amazing trip, man. And he's Italian, so you know they like to eat. So I'm mm-hmm. good with that. Pasta. Right. <laughs> uh thoughts and prayers first and foremost with uh Kamala who's on life support but showing signs of improvement, so hopefully he'll be all right. In case anybody don't know, he was in wrestling WWE W C W back in the eighties
1: and nineties. He used to have the best theme song. He'd come to the ring, they'd be like, Oh Kamala and he'd start beating on his belly. <laughs> This guy was hilarious, man. Nah, for real, though. With a speedy recovery, hopefully he'll, he can make it, man.
0: Absolutely. But, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Uh, then we got one more we got to go into. Uh, thoughts and prayers with former Cowboys and Patriots, Ohio State statewide receiver. Terry Glenn was killed on Monday at the age of 43 in a car accident. Uh, man. man.
1: That was a Bill Parcells guy. Bill Parcells went to Dallas. The first guy he called was Terry Glenn. When they brought Drew Bledsoe over, we need you here, Terry. Come on. Then Vinny Testaverde. Exactly.
0: But yeah, Terry, man, he was.
1: That dude has. He was speed, an underrated
0: too. receiver. He was really. He underrated.
1: was. He was, man. So rest in peace, Terry, man. Sorry that happened at 43, too. You still had a lot of life ahead of you. A whole lot of life. Man.
0: Yeah. But 43, man. I, I
1: remember him at Ohio State. He was great at Ohio State. And the man had hands. He wouldn't drop no passes. That's why he lasted in the league as long as he did. He played, what, 15 years? Uh, no, I don't know about 15. At about least 10. I feel, I feel good 10. I feel good about 10 seasons. He never made the Pro Bowl. No. Nah.
0: He was just that guy you needed on your team. You wanted to win, he was the guy you wanted. Because he's a great teammate from everything I always heard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But
0: uh, RMP definitely to Terry Glenn. Uh, It was tough to hear that one on Monday. Uh, Let's go into some hot sauce. Uh, Jameis Winston allegedly groped an Uber driver in 2016. Winston denies claim. I hope it's not true. But if he is, how many games should he be suspended?
1: That's a season. If you gave... Zeke Elliott, six games now. The Zeke thing is different, but he was never charged with anything, and you gave him six games. If they end up charging Jameis, that's a season, minimal, minimal.
0: I agree. Roger Goodell, you should come after him with everything and suspend him a year. I mean, you did it in Zeke for not even being in NFL yet, so why not? I
2: don't know. Roger Goodell's got his hands in uh, too deep in the stuff. I think that maybe he needs to take a different approach and start waiting for, um, stop trying these guys until they've actually had their due process. And that's why Roger Dudell, I believe, has all the problems that he has. He's always jumping the gun, um, and if he dial it back, his answer should be that we're going to wait and let the process play itself out, and then we can make a proper judgment.
1: Too quick with the Ray Rice thing. Two games, and the video comes out. He's the dip, he's the demon. Trying to go too enough. hard against Zeke, taking a, like well eighteen months. Well, and then well, don't forget you got the whole
0: Tom Brady Tom thing. Tom Brady thing. Yeah. Don't forget you got the whole figure of Greg Hardy who was actually found guilty. Then he went a different and, way he was and in, so. bought
1: his way to a non guilty conviction.
0: Zeke, I'm not just because I'm a Cowboys fan, which I am. But, dude, come on, six games for what he did? I, he, I mean, he, he was
2: he, young. Rocky partisan. He's partisan. Right. But <laughs> Zeke, you, Zeke just got his
1: his so-called charges or allegations at the wrong time of the NFL. But
0: he didn't get any charges. He Nothing charged was with charged with anything. It's just he allegations. Here's the problem with the NFL. You can't be judge, jury, and executioner. And you don't have a separate – you need to have a committee that handles these incidents. And, yeah.
1: again, that's on the Players Association for agreeing to that right. stipulation in the CBA.
0: And the other thing, the law needs to be fixed in a lot of these situations. I mean, where they were letting domestic violence off with no nothing. So, I mean, yeah. most of these don't the even go to court. The judicial system is terrible. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, you know, and then it was uh, came out that one of his ex-teammates, I guess Ronald Darby, says he didn't do it. So we'll see where this goes, man.
1: Jamie said he wasn't even in the passenger seat. He said he was in the back seat, so there was no way he could have even did anything to the girl. So we'll see how it plays out. I don't know if it's true, but I
0: heard somewhere he said something about reaching down for crab legs. <laughs> Not grew- correct. I hope he <laughs> didn't say that, because that would be idiotic.
1: <laughs> he said he loved seafood, man, and he knew he was trying to test some more seafood.
2: If it was a crab legs, he probably did it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I'm going to save Ray Allen
0: for you because you got him somewhere else on the yes, show. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Braves legend Chipper Jones, uh, Jim Tomey, who hit 600 home runs, and Johan Santana headlined the first Ballot Hall of Fame nominees. Should all of them get into the hall this year?
1: Jim Tomey should get in, no question. 600 career home runs and never took a steroid. And his longevity, he what 20 seasons in the league, mm-hmm. in the game. Johan Santana, he had a little short run. He's not, two, there. He's not getting there, man. Not in. Two times, Cy Young. He's not getting in, man. I think injuries hurt him. Yeah, but he, when Johan was on top of his game, he man. was uh, one of the most dominant pitchers of the era. Johan, you see little five foot seven Johan come to the mound. It's like, oh gosh, we're not having a good day today.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I, definitely, Jim tell me, And who was the third one? I – Chipper Jones. Uh, Chipper
0: Jones, man. Braves.
1: Chipper, not first ballot. You don't think he's first? Not first ballot. His stats don't say first ballot. I know his longevity with the Atlanta Braves. I mean, he is synonymous with the Atlanta Braves, and he was a great player for them for a while, but his stats don't scream first ballot, man.
0: He reminds me of uh, who got in last year. Jeff Bagwell. He reminds me of Jeff Bagwell where it's not really – all right, super impressive, but, you know, we know how good you are.
1: But what could help Chipper is that there's still a lot of the uh, steroid guys on the on the ballot that aren't getting in. They're not going to so get in.
0: So we talk about it every year. Uh, so McGuire, Sosa.
1: No, none. none of them get in. Barry no. Bonds. And Barry Bonds was great before the steroids, but he don't get in. He doesn't get in. Clemens didn't get in.
0: Some point these guys got in. I don't care if you put an asterisk beside their name; they deserve to be in the. Hall They can build
1: of fame. a steroid Hall of Fame, just the, a little wing somewhere in the back. Of but, the, no, the regular,
0: again, we go back to people accusing fame. people of things. They were never found guilty of any of this Even McGuire wasn't found
1: guilty. They of unknowingly used performance-enhancing drugs. Unknowingly used. Barry Bonds just was unknowingly rubbing the cream all over his body, and his head was just swelling up. Unknowingly, <laughs> why? It was unknowingly. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Sammy Sosa couldn't hit 25 home runs in season, save his life. Next thing you know, he hit sixty. Have y'all seen him lately? He, he, He's whiter than I am. Yes. <laughs> I saw How did he that, get so white? I don't know. I don't know. And Mark McGuire, it was well known. He, the Bash brothers, him and Jose Canseco, were sticking each other. <laughs>
0: Let's nah, go, back. Man, come on. <laughs> you still got to put him in the Hall of Fame.
1: No, sir. It, it doesn't
0: – hitting a, hit I, a baseball is still difficult. You got to get coming, man.
1: But, I mean, if you get that little extra juice, it helps speed up that bat just a so little where, bit. Now, When's your it? man Aaron Judge going to get tested? Aaron Judge, six foot seven, two 285 pounds. You can test him all you want to, but he big, he big as Rob Gronkowski. I don't think that dude doing That's another thing road. I'm
0: tired of. I'm tired of everybody saying, well, he must be juiced because he's hitting home runs. I mean, Jose Altuve,
1: five foot seven of him hitting 25, 30 no, home runs a season. So,
0: let's test that guy. All right. <laughs> uh, Ex-Braves GM John Capopelo, banned for life by Major League Baseball for meddling with international free agent signings.
1: What an idiot. I saw the Braves have to give up 13 of their picks. 12, 12 international it? players. 12 of their international picks, including their top prospect, their shortstop yep. that they were supposed to have coming over. Yep. That kills – all your development. Your farm system that you were gonna have, the Braves are you know are in rebuild mode. They have no stars. They traded away. They do have anybody. a good farm system now though. But getting rid of twelve yeah. international players, you know, your best players nowadays in the league are international players. You give up that many international players from your program. Yeah. That sets you back another five,
0: six years. It can it can hold it can Yeah, you're right. Five, six years, seven,
1: eight. I mean the, look at the white Sox. Are, you're still looking at the nationals in that division. The Mets if they can stay healthy you're still looking at the Mets in that division. Now the Phillies are crap. The, the Miami
0: Nats, um, they don't go Nats, I think going to go downhill cuz you get ready to see who they they just hired a new manager.
1: And Bryce Harper's
0: not going to stay. Bryce there. Harper's not going to stay there. Strasburg's not staying there. I don't think he stays there Mm-mm. when his contract is up.
1: Uh Max may stay there but he's getting older. And he had nothing
2: when they right. needed him most.
0: Right, and they don't the have playoffs. a scary lineup other than Harper, man. And Trey Turner's good, hey. but besides that, no one scares them. You go well, to the Mets.
2: What about? What, I mean, what about putting some money on the table and just trying to free agency?
0: What bringing free agents? Yeah. Who? All right. Look at this offseason season free agents. Who you don't get? There's not a big, the biggest person that's going to be dealt this season will probably be John Carlos Stanton. He wants
1: to go to a right. contender. So your
0: your yeah. best free agent pitcher is uh, Jake
1: Arrieta in Chicago. And I think Chicago's and Jake are going to work out some no, kind of agreement.
0: No, 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 no. I think he's going to Milwaukee. or – He's going to go to wherever, whatever. Right. Si- they're not giving him the money him. in Chicago. They they're not paying him what he wants. And they, I think. Isn't
1: it funny how the steroid story came out about him and his pitching went completely south after that? Yeah, man. Wait, well, I can't say he pitched great in the
0: series, man, against the Dodgers. He, he did. did have that one good game. And that he got does him that pitch one. good games so sometimes.
1: I just, but it isn't like three seasons, he, two but seasons he's, ago. He's
0: not a Randy Johnson type of deal where it's just like hands down, you don't get us to the next level. I mean, I think he, he's okay, but not – this off season in Major League Baseball, hot stoves get ready to start because December 12th is uh, the winter meeting, meetings, meeting meetings in right. Orlando. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. John Carlos Stanton being
1: traded is a huge thing. Like, he wants to stay in Miami, but Miami is not going to contend. Yeah, Jeter already said they're starting. They're over. going to look for the best situation for Giancarlo Dyke. They're going to stick him with a contender. LA. LA. And it's probably going to be the Dodgers. Dodgers. More than Dodgers. likely, it's going to be the Dodgers. I hope so. God almighty. Man, you, you add our that lineup to that lineup. <sighs> oh, my goodness. That's so scary. Where would we put him? Shoot. Where John Peterson's supposed to be hitting? Well, yeah, or Andre Ethier's supposed to be hitting?
0: Well, no. You got Quig. You, you got, got Quigg, Billingsley, and... Uh, 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 Chris Taylor in the outfield. Somebody got to go? Well, Adrian will be back, but who knows how long Gonzalez will be there.
1: Shoot, we can find room for John Carlos, so we'll make some yeah. adjustment for John no, I know, I know. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe Get Mr. Cruz on in here.
0: But, yeah, the free agency in uh, this year in baseball, though, man, it's – it's tough because there's so many young teams now that are building. Through the, you look at the Cubbies, you look at the Dodgers are young, the Astros, the
1: Yankees are the young, the Yankees
0: are young. All these guys are young. CC Sabathia is a free agent, a big
1: name free agent. And he, probably, and I know he wants to stay in New York, so they'll probably they'll do their best to work with him. He ain't going to get the money he was getting.
0: Right. So, I, I don't know if free agency is the way to go for the Nats. Same with the Mets. They got a good young farm system, but they're still a ways away. They got a new manager coming.
1: Like, free agency is for those teams that are on the cusp that maybe need that one player.
0: I think the Nats need a couple, man, the they, way it's they going. They need a couple know?
2: players. Absolutely. They so. need bullpen help. They need a closer. Yeah. So, I've been listening to you guys. You know, you got good arguments, but I still think that through free agency, you know, and going through that farm system, yeah. you could put together a group of guys and develop something. And then what you need to do is invest in a manager who knows how to put all those role players together and get that charisma going. I um, agree. With
0: you. Kind of like the Dodgers did this year with uh, Dave Roberts. Man. And the Yankees were The look Roberts added. Bull. Yeah, the Roberts added, you know, we added a couple. Of, veterans we had Chris Taylor wasn't it has been in the league for six years. He came in, uh we added uh Hugh Darvish, you know, through through a trade. So we added some other pieces. Logan Forsyth. Yeah. So but you still at the same time you got Billingsley, that rookie of the year. Corey Seager, rookie of the year, Jock Peterson, those guys.
2: Right. See I believe like for instance, there's a lot of ways you can win a ball game. A lot of times we look for sluggers because they bring in all the um they fill the seats. Absolutely. But the thing is, is is if you look through those farm leagues, I bet you can find, you know, speedsters, base hitters, you know, going left-hand, right-hand hitters for position play and stuff like that. And you can work something out. You know, mix your baseball uh, pitching up with, you know, some hard ballers, some hard throwers, some, some people who have junk. I believe people forgot about how dominant Greg Maddox was. I mean, he was not a fast pitcher at all, but, man, he had con- he command. It. He could work the batter so bad. And, uh, and that's how you win ball games. So that's where I think they need to put the money in the manager to skillfully walk through the roster and get an eclectic mix of players. If they keep looking for, um, you know, these long ball hitters and these fast ball throwers and that's all that their mindset is fixed on, they, they're going to have a losing season. They, can't even, they won't even make it competitive.
0: The problem is you need to have some role players. You yeah. know, in baseball more than any other sport, you need the role players on your team. Oh, exactly. You need to – Justin Turner no one thought Justin Turner was gonna be an all star. I mean, now he's one of the best hitters in the game. You know, there's a lot of guys that are you know, you need to have those look at Hugh Astros, man, the Peacock who I can't stand, you know, is a thirty two year old rookie in baseball, and he added to them to get into the World Series.
2: You know, I'm going to jump the gun here real quick. I'm going to give you all an example. There's always somebody on that roster or in the minor leagues or somewhere that's standing behind. Someone always has that more popularity, more, you know, charisma, and there's a guy standing right behind him that's got that much pop. We go all the way back. I'm going to reach way back on you. I said, you had Steve Young standing behind Joe Montana all these years. You know, you turn around, and I was saying that, and then finally the Carolina Panthers caught up with it I said, you know, we went to the Super Bowl With uh, Funchens back there The guy's gap, he could run after the catch And what makes him really, really good Unlike any other professional out there He runs his routes Now I know I'm off subject right now Let me bring it back to baseball The thing that I'm saying is When you bring somebody up in the league That's been waiting for that turn They're just not loud They're just not brash You don't notice them They're just some quiet kids sitting down there That can get the job done And you can end up with a Tom Brady sitting on your roster that's just been unseen. That kid comes up, and he's going to do it for all the times that he's been overlooked. You got the next great thing on your team. So, you know, that's the way we need to look at, you know, you just have to have smart management, smart GM, smart coaching, and they're there. You just got to look. You can
0: And you can get the best manager in the world, but you ain't got talent on your team. You ain't going to win much. Absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. Dusty Baker, I think, one of the best guys ever in baseball. He ain't winning nothing. I mean, honestly, <laughs> come on. Bill I, Belichick I mean, couldn't win know, in Cleveland. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like Nick, no one can win in Cleveland. Nick Saban couldn't win in Miami. I mean, so, I mean, you know, you don't have those instances of that happens. But, man, I just, you know – I think baseball is in such a great place with all these young teams. Yeah. You know, and a lot of the free agents we talk about are in like their 15th, 16th year. We're talking about Carlos Beltran last year, big free agent signing. Or right. move. Ooh, he's 17, 18 years in the league. You'll see a lot of these guys go away. And it's a younger sport now, you know, because we'll probably see McCutcheon traded in a couple of years or something like that. And I, I wouldn't be surprised like if
1: he's traded this year. Yeah. During the season.
0: Well, some other news we got uh, real fast again, too. Uh, UCLA fires head coach Jim Moore after five and a half seasons. Uh, the rumor is already Chip Kelly is taking over.
1: Way to go, Chip Kelly. Get back to the Pac-12. Should have never left Oregon.
0: It's either a UCLA or Florida. I'm going UCLA. Yeah. All right, Because I stay away from Alabama.
1: Stay away and the SEC. from the SEC. Yeah. I don't want nothing to do, do with SEC.
0: I can be dominant out with. And look how he did in Oregon. So, I mean, another Pac-12 school, man. Why not?
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, I think it's going to be tough to compete you against USC, but I think he'll do
1: it. I mean, where, where do you want to live? Los Angeles or Jacksonville, Florida? That's, that's a no-brainer. I'm <laughs> staying in L.A. I
0: don't know, man, but if you win at Florida, you're a king.
1: I don't, I don't care. I don't want to wake up I'm and just s- say it. I mean, stinky swamp water
0: smell every morning when I go outside, man. The only argument is you look at, you, you look at Florida, you're a set for life. I mean, if you, you win at there, UCLA, you are set for life.
1: What's come on now, I UCLA? Know. It's you, not the same name it used to be, though. He can I make mean, it that you know, name again. He I can know. bring it back. And, UCLA has tradition. Eighty-eight wins in a row by the men's basketball program. You know, the I best know that was part, fifty years ago. Hey, but still, <laughs> why are you talking about basketball? I'm talking about football. You know, the
0: best college football player really, ever, Ro- Josh Rosen. <laughs>
1: Oh, slap you silly. It's (laughs) Troy Aikman,
0: dude. Oh, yeah, he did go
1: to UCLA, didn't he?
0: Yes, because he transferred from Oklahoma after his freshman year. Yes, he went to UCLA.
1: I thought you was talking about that, uh, what was his name, J.J. guy that played for the 49ers wide receiver.
0: Oh, I know you're talking about. Can't think of his name. Yeah, I know. I know the receiver. He was horrible in NFL. He was great in college. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of college, Missouri State freshman Michael Porter Jr. out for the season with a spinal disc surgery. I was hoping Smoochie would be here today to talk about it, but
1: you know, he's dealing with those prep stars trying to get them ready for the next level. Doing things for Turkey Day. Smoochie, Absolutely. we'll see you soon, man. Yeah, have a good one. Um, uh, Michael Porter Jr., well, sorry, Missouri. He's not coming back next season. He's going to the draft. So, it was a, a fun thought that you were going to have him, but sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, two minutes he played in one game in a spinal
1: disc surgery. Mm-hmm. And he's going to the draft, and he will be a was top 10 really pick. Was he
0: really hurt before the game? Probably. I mean, because think about it. All you got to do is go out there for two minutes of your college career, say, I am hurt. Now you can be one and done. Pretty much. Mm. So are we at that point now where these guys are going to come in for a
1: game or two? Look at
0: Harry Giles. Harry, well, Harry Giles tore his he knees was, up He bad. was hurt
1: and played very limited minutes, and he's still I'm and talking done. about
0: people going in one season. And like, all right, saying, "Oh, I tore my toe up, man! I can't play the whole season. I'm done."
1: The Kyrie Irving,
0: yes. I mean, are we at that point where these college guys are going? Now, these kids
1: that know they're one and done when they commit to these colleges. I am pretty sure in their mind, they have all intentions of playing that season.
0: Do we think about it? I'm just saying. Maybe I'm being a little bit.
1: You're playing playing devil's advocate right now. You're putting the wrong thing on these kids. Right, but no, I'm saying. You're putting the LiAngelo ball on these kids. (laughs) No,
0: I'm not putting too far past you or anybody, but I'm just saying. Are kids going to start saying, you know what, I'm going to find a loophole to get out of the NCAA one-and-done rule as soon as I can?
1: No, because I think that hurts your draft stock. If you go out there and you go kill it on the college scene, it it increases your draft stock and gets you up.
0: Well, guys like Michael Porter don't even have to step on the court. I, I mean, they're gonna be but, top five. But picks.
1: he's gonna be a top five, top ten pick. But if he goes out there and dominates, who's to say he couldn't be number one? You know, there's a difference with the money between the number one pick and the number fourteen pick. At all. But he's gonna Big be a difference.
0: number. One, he was gonna be a top two pick. It's gonna be between him and,
1: and Mar- Bagley yeah. at Duke. It was gonna be between the two of them. But now so, we can't see what Michael Porter is going to do. So, say what if it, he doesn't look good at his workouts?
0: Right. But say Bailey goes out and has a disappointing season at Duke, which I doubt. But if he does, look how good Porter is going to be. To, he's going to be a sure-fire number one if Bagley looks bad.
1: Well, it just depends. And that,
0: I hope kids aren't doing that because I think it's the wrong approach to doing anything. But, dude, I ain't putting nothing past anybody no more. After somebody going to China and trying to steal some some (laughs) Louis (laughs) Vuittons.
1: Gotta have them shades, man.
0: One pair for three guys.
1: I gotta have a shade. Come on. Anyway. (laughs) I
0: just I hate we're not gonna see I haven't seen a lot of Michael Porter. Neither.
1: Like like, I didn't see any of Markel Fultz at all. So I don't I wasn't sold on him being number one pick. I was sold on Jason Tatum, but that's just a little we're, bias. We for me. both
0: were on that one. I said Tatum was going to be a better draft, and so far it looks true. It looks that way, man. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Come back, and we'll get into
1: week eleven. I can't believe it's the week eleven. Already. NFL season is just scooting by, man. Soon. My fantasy season is almost done. Oh, don't you talk two about two more weeks of regular season fantasy football? Is there only two, two more weeks, and then the playoffs start, man. You better win these last two games if you got to, man. This
0: was the worst week ever for me in fantasy football. Yeah. Thirty-nine points, ouch! In one league, did you have everybody 39. on by? No. Dak Prescott, gave me a point. Ouch! The Rams defense gave me negative five. Ouch! We'll talk about it. this more when we come back All from right. break. You're listening to BSS Carolinas Sports is Life, baby. Stick around. I am, I am.